Hi, I'm Charlotte Wood from the Bond Deck Montessori. I'm joined today by Miss Jamie Bauer. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Jamie is our lead directress in our youngest children's community. And by youngest, we mean quite petite. Yes. We have um, children in your class this year who are as young as 14 months. Is that correct? This is correct. Yeah. And um, what would you say the average age of a child in your class is? Um, probably around two years, but we start a lot of them around a year and a half, which is really wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about what kind of education could possibly happen with the children we're involved with every day. Um, at the Bondek Montessori, we have children, um, from 14 months until about six years. Um, and traditionally education begins after that. Right. Um, and sometimes school is thought of as getting you ready for college, which is really getting you ready for graduate school, which is getting you ready for your real life. Yes. Um, but we work with everything that happens before that. So Jamie, do you want to start us off and talk a little bit about how much brain development is happening in those earliest yes. years? There is so much, so much brain development happens between birth and three. Um, this is one of the most critical times for learning things. I mean, if you imagine a baby who is just just born and what little they have, um, they have the they ability. Have reflexes. Yeah, yeah, they can breathe. They can breathe. They can suck. Yeah, they can toilet and they can sleep. Exactly. That's about it. <laughs> exactly. And. What a change we see even at one year. They're walking and sometimes starting to speak, and they are using their hands, using their legs. They are exploring everywhere, and it's just amazing um, how much they take on, and they take on everything. Yeah, really and, transformational. Yeah. If if that child were kept confined, yes. would they ever have the capacity to walk? Or That's if that right. child were kept um, in a box, would they ever develop the capacity to speak? Right. It's a big question. Um, and so, um, even though they're not, uh, writing, obviously uh -huh. at a year and a half, they're not reading, they're not doing overt math or academic skills. Yes. Um, what kind of skills are they learning that are not just academic, but, um, are serving them, um, for lifelong learning? Right. We... Um, in my community, I'm pretty fond of it, but we do a lot of readiness for all of these things that people consider, quote unquote, learning. Um, we do a lot of fine motor skills preparation and large motor skills preparation. And so a lot of the work that we have feels just like fun and like maybe a toy to them. But a lot of it is getting ready for that small pincer grasp, which they'll eventually use for writing, which is a huge part of their world when they are five and six um, we do a lot of practical life work that gives them skills to be confident in their world. Um, and these practical life works give them the ability to use large motor skills, fine motor skills. It builds their language and it allows them to do a lot of repetition, which is something that creates focus. And these are all things that they will eventually use in school. Mm -hmm. You could say that from birth, even to age three, mm -hmm. they're the most curious, yes. eager, um, courageous learners that they'll yes. ever be in their whole life. Yes. Um, can you speak about that innate curiosity that 
fuels their learning. Yes. Um, so from birth, obviously babies are exploring their world. And so as they begin to walk, their hands are free. And this is what we see out of the younger children in my classroom. Um, their hands are free to explore everything. And they're taking in all of this um Everything from their environment is being absorbed into their brain as normalcy. And so everything that they touch um, is a new texture for them or a new experience for them. And so there's this way, um, sorry, but yeah. for the interruption, there, is this why they won't just touch things with their hands, but they'll they bring it to put their, it mouth. their mouth, yep. then they throw it, Absolutely. then they go get it. I have to test out all of the qualities of yes. everything in yes. order to understand what it does and what this function is. Yeah. So it is, it's a, it's a scientific process yep. for them. It's Absolutely. not just babyhood. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you've seen a couple graduating classes. Yes. Um, children of yours move, um, from, pre-speaking yes um confidently walking but barely right to then being in the primary room where it's a little easier to see the academic nature of the work but still uh, arguably you know pre-academia yep and then moving into leadership yes um what has that been like for you to watch that progression happen it's so wonderful. I don't even have, I don't have the words to describe how amazed I am by these children who start off nonverbal and barely stable um, and just watching them grow and the things that they can take on in a year and then two years and then three years. Mm -hmm. It's, it's outstanding. Mm -hmm. And I think the exposure to an environment where they're able to freely learn and explore these things helps them to be prepared to be leaders. Mm-hmm. So they go from a place where they might um, barely be able to feed themselves, mm-hmm. but in this type of environment, they are given that opportunity. Yes. Um, they're given the opportunity to, as you said, to explore freely, mm-hmm. um, and nobody is going to confine them or um, or restrain them um, in in any way when that exploration is safe mm-hmm. and is happening in a productive way. Yes. Um, and then going from that to a really controlled ability to do silver polishing. Yes. Or um, in your classroom, you begin with examining a plant and dusting a plant. Yeah. To then in a primary classroom, um, you might wash the leaves of a plant, and then examine botany. Yes. And then go to a place where um, you're writing research papers about botany and different types of plants and how plants' leaves um, are um, have evolved to feed their roots appropriately right. to catch water that the plant would need. Um, but all of that begins with being able to freely explore and yes. gently tug on those leaves and yep. and examine them carefully. Um, so what can you speak about in terms of language development and verbal language development yes. and how that leads to children who are expressive writers? This is a huge part of our classroom. Um, many of our children come in with a few words or no words and so a lot of our day is identifying objects and eventually there's something called the language pyramid that we work up and 
we start with identifying objects and then we match these objects to pictures so that a child is able to see a picture of something and know what that is or what it represents. Um, and so we work a lot on talking to your friends, we sing songs, we do everything we do is language. And so um, as we're washing hands, we talk about the bubbles that we see. Are they big bubbles? Are they small bubbles? Wow, look at these bubbles. And everything is language. Um, children are given the opportunity to talk to each other and talk out their problems. This is my table. You may not sit here while I'm sitting here. And they're given the chance to be authoritative and they're given the chance to be inquisitive of their friends to ask, what, what are you working on? What are you doing? Can I sit by you? Um, and so all of these opportunities to speak are um, just building, building inside of them to give them material for writing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And to go from not being able to, to know the objects of things, not having the vocabulary, um, the littlest children are gesturing to something and yes. they want to know the names of everything, but they simply don't have the knowledge yet yeah. to then, um, by the time they go even into a primary classroom, they're not only able to speak to the names of all of those things, they're able to describe yes. that carefully. Um, that is a huge change um, in capacity in language. It's so great. Yeah, I imagine as an adult, the only time I'd be experience that dramatic of a change would be if I were learning a new language, a, language. a foreign language. Yes. Um, but there's no other limited time in our lives when we would so dramatically yes. go from, from zero to a hundred in yep. terms of, um, barely able to, to feed ourselves to helping a friend open a cheese stick, yep. going from, um, not having any words to being able to describe something or, um, being able to identify your needs yes. in a pretty precise way and, and express that with the adults and the children in your community, um, is, is quite dramatic going yeah. from barely standing to very carefully being able to manipulate scissors, yes. um, is, is huge. It is. Um, so there's indeed a lot happening. So much. Even before three. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank yeah, you for being thank you. here.